I have one. You want to call? Guns up, giddy up. It's a legal shift. It's the biggest day of the year sports-wise. We got the Super Bowl this weekend to kick it off. We got Eric Tanzi and Boston Joy joining us from Tailgate's Legend. They're back. They're going to break down all the stuff that you need to know from the game so you don't sound like a dummy before the game starts. Also, tonight's a call-in show. We're going to have the phone number up on the screen for you, so get ready. It's a legal shift. The growing calls across the nation to defund the Overpowered. Illegal shift on the kicking team. That penalty is refused. First down. Uh, guns up, giddy up. It's failure to stop. It's the number one podcast and platform where we entertain and inform first responders. Tonight, you get a break from everything you're talking about while you're working the job, whether you're a cop, a firefighter, a paramedic, 911 dispatcher, tow truck operator. That's right. We're going to talk about something other than politics, too. We're going to talk about sports. And if you're going to watch the Super Bowl this weekend and all you care about is the commercials, well, you're missing most of it. We're going to get you tuned in, ready to go, ready to watch the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs play in Super Bowl 58. Before we get going, I want to say hi to my regular partner on Illegal Shift, Chief Keith. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here. Glad to have uh, Boston Joe and Eric with us tonight. That's going to be fantastic. Always good to see Eric on a failure to stop show. Boston Joe, how are you doing? Living the dream, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, sad year for both of us. Patriots not going this year, which kind of is, is not a tradition for them. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show about how the, the future for the Patriots might go. Maybe we'll circle back to that. But are you looking forward to this game? A lot of people caught at the Taylor Swift Bowl. A lot of people are, are not happy about it. Uh, last week, we talked about how the tickets skyrocketed as soon as the 49ers punched the ticket to the game. Are you excited or you, is this just a regular Super Bowl for you? I mean, I'm excited because it's a good matchup. I don't want to see the Chiefs win only because I don't want to hear people starting the comparison of Mahomes and Brady because let's just pump the brakes on that. But well, I mean, Brady's it, already doing that, though, because Brady can't ever talk about any other player without comparing it to himself and patting himself on the back. Right. So when Mahomes and Kelsey broke the postseason record for receptions for duos for touchdowns he said man it takes a hell of a it takes a hell of a guy to be as good as as Gronk meaning Gronk and Brady so he's congratulating Mahomes and Kelsey on being as good as he is well I mean they can hold that record all they want but until they get as many rings then we'll start talking and Gronk's better than Kelsey no matter what which way you flip it I mean I've watched them both play for quite some time and Kelsey even admits he wishes he was Gronk and yeah. I think Taylor Swift can do better, and maybe like a guy like Gronk would be a better choice for her. <laughs> is, uh, Kel- uh, is, Kelsey better than, uh, is Kelsey better than uh, Hernandez, though, Aaron Hernandez? Uh, it depends what we're talking about. If we're talking about <laughs> getting away with murder, <laughs> then no, he's not, because Hernandez sucked at that, too. And Hernandez didn't, didn't get away with it. Kelsey at this time has uh, not been indicted, so it's possible that he's better at that. Tansy, are you looking forward to the game, or are you just one of those commercial guys, or are you are you looking back fondly on the Steelers winning the Super Bowl like 15 years ago, or what are you? When are you is when is the Super Bowl? <laughs> it, I think it's on Saturday, Saturday morning. Tansy, make sure you get. Up I will be out of town on Sunday, so I will not be watching it. But normally, um, I mean, for like what a couple years in a row, two, three years in a row, I was in Austin for the Super Bowl, and two of those years, I think. Uh so not last year, but. The year before with uh, the Bengals and the yeah. Rams, we were at WTF in Austin. And then the year before that, when Tom Brady and the Bucks and Gronk, by the way, won the Super Bowl. The first time a home team ever won the Super Bowl, too, by the way, during that yeah. uh, 
the the flu year, whatever they want to call it. Which was great because Raymond James Stadium, looking like a place where a, where a sixth grade team plays or uh, an an arena league team plays, it was great for the NFL for people yeah, to see the Bud Pirates. Yeah. yeah, we were on a we we watched a whole game on a ghost bed together, live yeah. like a live watch along party. Um, and I slipped Tansy Viagra right before, yeah. so just like the whole time he was and, ready to go. And he's been low dosing blue chews for years, so that must have been quite a rager. <laughs> Mike, yeah, no, I mean I think the biggest Super Bowl is happening like right now in Washington D.C. It's the Patriots versus the Steelers. <laughs> uh, those who are trying to steal another election. Oh, I, see, I see what you Not just bad. did there. Not bad. <laughs> I, actually, I actually see night. I see Tansy. I see Tansy DVR in the puppy bowl versus the versus the the actual Super Bowl. No, I'm actually down with the Super Bowl because I like all the food. I like the food part of it. Um I, I that's the one thing I miss about being on the Drinking Bros Network was um Jesse Wiseman and myself being able to cook all the food or like have like these little cook offs. We did like a chili cook off. We did like I was like, all about he lost every one, by the way. Um, but I think it was rigged, honestly. Well, I was the like, judge, and I can confirm, not rigged. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> rigged. it was like it was like even if I did win, I'm, I'm not sure that Boz and Joe would ever give it to me anyway. I've given give me it the to win. You. Give me the win. Oh, sorry. Give me and the win. Can I just say the puppy bowl? Tansy doesn't give a shit about the puppy bowl. He hates dogs. Fucking who cares about dogs? Let's. No. I'm just want to be on the record that that is some straight serial killer type shit. I was gonna say the last guy that didn't like dogs was Aaron Hernandez. Would be <laughs> dogs, so. Didn't he kill himself? He, he did. Sure he did. did. He did the world a favor and he, and he took himself out. Yeah. I mean, is uh, he like your idol? Do you like study him and like? We're like, probably gonna break down a... his case at some point. I mean, it was an interesting case. Why don't All you have those... an Aaron Hernandez picture behind you? I, I feel like a dude like that should be like your hero. <laughs> The Dallas, Aaron Hernandez. the Dallas Cowboys fan having an Aaron Hernandez picture book. I do not have an, uh, you do not know who Aaron Hernandez is, Tansy. I appreciate that you tried, but I don't I don't know where you're saying that at. Uh, <laughs> I, I just like you would be like as somebody who's like aspired to commit suicide and like he actually did it. I kind of I kind of don't like that you say aspired as if I don't have many documented attempts. I mean, like, okay, I, I have been Baker Act several times. I, I have as many Baker Acts as the Patriots do AFC Championship rings. So uh, don't <laughs> say aspired. <laughs> that is a lot. But Boston Joe, what what are you cooking? If you're not just looking forward to the game, which I think it'll be a decent matchup. It's a repeat of several years ago when uh, the 49ers were up and then completely blew apart. But what is it you're going to be uh, eating this weekend when you watch the game? Uh, well, I'm a real man, so I don't cook. I have my woman cook for me like a real man should. And, um, you know, you got the essentials. You got you like your buffalo chicken dips. and, and She's a doctor. <laughs> and probably a lot of whiskey will be consumed, too. Are and you just, sure you won't be consuming pussy juice? Maybe. Pussy. For, the, all natural for, those of you lit, for those of you who are just listening later, he is holding up a can of something. So It's called pussy. Oh man! This was a gift uh, given to us. You it's what cans you drink. of it's made in the UK, hundred percent natural ingredients. I was going to say there's no energy. way it's from America because the U.S. Patent Office doesn't give patents to anything that's offensive, which is why there's no more Redskins. So how the hell could you have? Yeah. So this has carbonated water, beet sugar, lime juice, and natural flavorings and caffeine, and a touch of yeast. And <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you for that use it to bake with without having to add anything. Kiefer, what my, are you going to be? I'm starting to rise right now as we speak. <laughs> Again, Kiefer, what are you going to be eating this uh, when you're watching the game? What are your what are your go-to snacks? Uh, I'm all about nachos. I'm a, I'm a nacho guy, buffalo wings. No Cincinnati chili or anything? You're not going to go? I mean, I'm sure oh, I bet he puts that chili. Skyline chili on his nachos. Ugh, what a fucking... There Skyline chili that I am sure. Oh, God, I hate that shit. I know, so. 
<laughs> so, so does Drew because it, it, it fucked him up for like three days after he was in Cincinnati. Dude, everything like you know, all you know, California has In and Out Burger, which is rad. Yeah, I had um, it for the first time. Overrated. No, Five Guys way better. Oh, I love Five Guys. You too. heard it. Yo, you heard it here first. Five nuts. Guys beats In and Out. No. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Dude, Five Guys. Yeah. It's garbage. I, I love Five, five guys, guys in my mouth. You can clip that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i think five guys is a little bit overrated too tansy uh boston joe this year we've been talking about uh, a lot of things going on with the nfl i'd love to get your take on it just because we're wrapping up the season do you think the refs are controlling the outcomes of the games i mean we've just seen that too many times uh cowboys eagles uh buffalo bills cowboys uh chiefs bills like so many games where it seemed like calls came out of nowhere uh you could even say uh cowboys uh detroit lions that game where the two point conversion just didn't really go, didn't work despite the three attempts because of the refs. So they say, you know, what's your take on that? Do you think refs are controlling the outcomes of the games? So what I think it comes down to like that, that um, Cowboys Lions one was horrible, but to be fair, they got pulled from the postseason, So that's a huge paycheck that they missed out on. Now I'm sure Goodell compensated them under the table. Cause we all know Goodell's a fucking crook, but I don't think it's necessarily, I think it's kind of like, you know, the government, it's not necessarily this evil behind the scenes shit or maybe it is but i think it's straight incompetence and i also think that a lot like the nba refs who are the absolute worst they love making it about themselves so anytime the refs can like get on screen and hold on one second let me oh, get in the air time hold on all right yeah the call on the field uh, hold on one second. they love that shit they like to they make do. it about themselves when they shouldn't yeah. the best game is when you never hear from the refs so we hear about them way too much. I just think they suck. But I think if you're Goodell, that's good because people are talking about it. People think it's controversial. Now it's a big you know, joke going on. Oh, the script is out. You know, Everyone knows it's going to happen already. So I don't think that they're smart enough to be able to put something like that together. I think they just suck at their job, honestly. Well, let me ask you this, though, because I don't follow the NBA. Uh, are the reps in the NBA professionals? Because they're not pros in the NFL. They have other jobs that they do. Are they, they um, full-time in the NBA? I guess I don't know. I know that, you know, a few years back, there was that whole scandal back in the 90s with like the, the Kings and the Lakers. And they had the one fall guy, Tim Donaghy. And he was obviously the only one who was doing no good when right. obviously we know there was a bunch of them who were betting on games and fixing games for other teams. I just think they all suck. And, and the, the NBA refs are the worst. I think it's also a product of the NBA that the players all suck and they they like, you know, talking about themselves and making it about themselves and the refs do the same. And that's kind of the LeBron effect. But I don't know. I just think NFL refs just kind of stink. And also, yeah. it's kind of a tough job, to be fair, to play it devil's advocate on myself. The rules are changing so much. A lot of times they're probably like, shit, what are the rules again? What, yeah. what is it this year? I don't remember. There are a lot. Pat, according Pat according said, to the Google, 74 of the NBA referees are full time. 74. For very good. Uh, I don't know Pat, how many there are, but I was going to say McAfee how many. Saying, Pat right. McAfee was saying that uh, the that nobody wants to be a ref and that's a tough job. I agree with you. I think that they, a lot of people do because I think they have access to a lot of money and frankly a lot of power. Let's not be naive. Like the NFL is worth billions and billions. Like that they're they're worth more than a lot of countries. So I don't know why they would operate any more scrupulously than say Nigeria. But uh, qu question for you. I don't know if you've ever seen the XFL. It hasn't been terribly popular, but. When the refs have to make a difficult call, you can hear their headsets. You can hear them conferring. You can hear the sky judge. Uh, it's very transparent because that game, that league has always been based on gambling from 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 get go. Would you like to see it? You know, you say you don't like hearing them talk, but wouldn't it be better if we could hear everything they say rather than like when the Chiefs are 
are driving and uh, they fail to convert on fourth down. And then uh, the refs just throw some late flag because the Chiefs got to keep driving because, of course, the Chiefs have to go to the Super Bowl because of Taylor Swift. Wouldn't you like to hear the bullshit that they're making up rather than just like, well, the Chiefs got to stay on offense? So, yeah. Would you like to hear that? Or would you like to hear their earpieces that's coming from New York? I would like to hear you telling them. Actually, this is what you should do. Dean, Dean Blandino, by the way, is boys with Jerry Jones, though. So, I mean, if the fix was in, the Cowboys would be there all the time. But that's what I was gonna, that's what I was gonna say. If the fix was in, like, why don't we go with one of the most popular fan bases? If it really is about popularity and Taylor, are they Swift, popular? I think they're the least popular fan base. Uh, I think your uh, your bias is showing there a little bit. No, because <laughs> I don't give a shit about the Cowboys. You've never affected me. I mean, you've never stolen you've, a Super Bowl from me. I hate Eagles you've never, fans. You've never <laughs> affected me either. So it's yeah. it's never it's never bothered me either. But uh, what do you think uh, about the the full blown conspiracies that it is scripted? You mentioned that earlier. Do you do you think it goes that far? Because like the logo conspiracy didn't really pan out, but uh, the fact that the 49ers and the Chiefs they're heavily favored to be in it the whole time. So was it scripted or not? No, I don't think it is. Only because it's there's too many moving parts. It's too hard to do nowadays, especially with social media. You can't get away with as much. It's not the 19, you know, 19 black socks all over again. And Goodell sucks. Goodell's not good at his job. And we all know that the owners run the show and he's their little puppet, like South Park pointed out in the great episode that they had. Um, So I don't think I don't think they're smart enough to be able to really put in a fix like that. I think that football is just that good that it doesn't need to be. Just let it play out. Let it happen. And and people are going to you know, muster up shit like they always do, especially when there's so many people who have, you know, the fandom that like we have, like you got your Cowboys thing behind you, you wearing your Cowboys shirt. You want to say that it's scripted because your team hasn't been there in a long time. When in about five years time, when my team is in shambles on their fourth coach in five years, I'm going to be saying the same thing too. Oh, they just want Patrick Mahomes to win every year. But guess what? I'm sure everyone thought that when the Patriots were at their peak, right? Everyone was tweeting out Brady making out with the refs and Belichick jerking off the ref on the sideline. Now it's Andy Reid and Mahomes. So yeah, right. whoever at the top they're going to come for, they do the That's same true. thing with the Warriors in the NBA. They it's did, just kind of the way it is. They did. In case in point, you know, all the quote unquote scandals that the that the Patriots had, whether it was Spygate or Deflategate, which people people to, to this day bring up Deflategate. I'm like, do you remember the final score of that game? And nobody fucking knows. It was yeah. what? 45 to seven. Exactly. 45 to yeah. seven. So the, so a few PSI here, or there really wouldn't have made a difference in that game. All they remember is, is the alleged scandal. They don't remember the score of that game. Well, people throw in there that they, yeah. they want to, they want to grab, they want to grab onto whatever they can try to grab onto. And Oh yeah. A couple, like you said, John PSI, you know, a couple PSI out of the ball. 12.5 PSI and the ideal gas law is a rainy. I remember that night I was in Boston when it happened. So, you were there, oh, to, probably the one uh, deflating the balls. Uh, but uh, this case in point that it's not scripted. You had a lot of people before the season. Part of the reason why I get excited is because there's always a lot of off-season bullshit about the Cowboys and how they're going all in, and this is their year. You, you, I'm sure that you are aware that that happens every off-season, and people like me, we roll our eyes and our, you know, our stomach uh, grows a new ulcer. But they were talking about the Cowboys and the Bills going to the Super Bowl this year, and if it was scripted, uh, or if that was anywhere close to it, like that obviously didn't happen. We didn't. The Cowboys and the Bills seasons mirrored each other in a lot of ways, but it ultimately uh, that's what I like about the NFL is that it's a meritocracy and that's the way the rest of the world should run is that the best rises to the top and you have to go out there and prove it. And, well, who's uh, more likely a clone than a psyop Taylor Swift or Damar Hamlin? Because they, <laughs> they made sure that, you know, they tried to make a Disney movie happen with the bills. And I know let's run a fake punt on our own side of the field with Damar Hamlin 
And it just blew up right in their face. So if it was scripted, he would have got that first down and it would have been the whole thing. Damar Hamlin, the clone of Damar Hamlin, comes back to life and gets the, the first clone. down. I love okay. how you said that too, the clone, because I, I was watching that game here in Cincinnati when, when all that stuff went down. And I know a couple guys that were on, on the field helping Damar Hamlin, but you know, two days later it was uh well we, we saw somebody walk out of University of Cincinnati Hospital with you know with uh sunglasses on and a hoodie and he he died, but his twin brother's there. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing right now? <laughs> I had actually Brought never had that father. conspiracy theory, but that's that's a good one that De- Demar Hamlin's not really alive anymore. And and right. based on that play, you got to say that you know it might not have even been true. I, but I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I like to poke fun and and think that that would be a real cool thing if it did happen. But I heard that the conspiracy theory was that whatever city is having the most struggles at the time, that's who wins the Super Bowls. So like what? San Francisco will win this year, oh, like New Orleans it. when it got hit by the thing, Ohio, I guess, when uh, uh not Ohio because the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. But they Bowl. went, didn't they? they yeah, went. but they, they had that chemical spill in the train though, didn't they? We we've been yeah. there three yeah. times. We have not won. We've been there three times, unfortunately. And if it's really about shitty cities, how come Detroit's not like the best team on earth? Because like I was I was Chicago. saying this year, what <laughs> what's gonna happen to Detroit if they win the Super Bowl? They're just gonna clean up the place. Like it's gonna be completely opposite of Detroit right. if they ever win the Super Bowl. They were really America's team this year once they got into the playoffs. And I was pulling for them, you know, just yeah, as a fan. I was pulling but then I hard. saw Marshall Mathers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with his yeah, work. Yeah. I've and heard he, of him. He, uh, pay, talk pay, about pay. making it about yourself. He's like we and saying, like, I'm a part of this team now. And I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we're <laughs> I mean, you part no of this team when you were him. You You're not Macklemore. You didn't write a song for your football team like Macklemore did. <laughs> or like, what's it do for a Kansas City Chiefs that he wrote that song? Red. No, no. I don't know that one. You don't know that one? Oh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine wrote that song. I'm not familiar with his work either. I, you don't know Tech Nine? Never heard of him. I play guitar <laughs> and wear a Led Zeppelin shirt. I think I know about Tech Nine. <laughs> Tech Nina. <laughs> Kiefer, who are you going for on Sunday? I am. Uh, I am. As much as it hurts me, I am pulling for the 49ers. They've beaten us. Oh, the 49ers? You're going for the 49ers? I cannot go for fucking... Mahomes. I cannot go for Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey. You know, shit in the street after you get off of this? What's that? You can go shit in the street after this? Maybe. Potentially. We'll see. I was telling, I'll, I was I'll telling make sure I put it on Instagram if I do. What a I gay. I was telling someone today that going for the 49ers is the same thing as casting a vote for Gavin Newsom. So I kind of feel uh, almost as bad as uh, Tansy does, but I can't go, I can't go for the 49ers cause they have as many Super Bowl wins as the Cowboys and I don't want them to one up the Cowboys. Dude, so. yeah, and they're the right 49ers. behind another team that has quite a couple Super Bowls. Too I have heard of that team that. too. Thank you, Boston Joe. Without you here, I wouldn't know that stat. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we have to have you here. I don't, think I, would ever, I don't even know a lot about football, but I know like the 49ers were like kind of the, they were kind of what they, they kind of made it. They were the ones behind the taking a knee and doing all the yeah, it politics. More, it was more just Kaepernick himself. Yeah, it wasn't it just so much one guy, team. really. It wasn't yeah, down. It was yeah. Just, when are they going to change their name to the 69ers? Uh, that would be just, just as soon as you take over the team, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> 49ers is offensive. Can you imagine what the side of that helmet looks like? <laughs> oh, just man. me and Tansy, just like this. Just, just a yin yang. I'm on top, by the way. I'm the only way top. you'll get it done is if it's just pixelated, though. So it'll be uh, <laughs> too bad for all those you people. Do a reverse sixty nine, where we're both kind of like this, going the opposite direction. You know what I'm talking about? You ever try a reverse sixty nine, Tansy? 
if yeah. you want to break out that ghost bed and then, you know, I can, I can leave and go get another attempt uh, under my belt, you know, for the Baker actor. We could can you do that on YouTube? Is that allowed? No, <laughs> By I the way, go first. In the chats, and he said he pulled out his VHS uh, recently to watch the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, which yeah. I thought was cute. He also earlier said he tried to call in, but um, the phone was disconnected. I don't know if you guys it's previously disconnected, disconnected it, and you're blocking David J's calls, but um, uh, I, no, I just have to remind him that uh, that he he's in uh, San Diego and the Chargers uh, have a, I don't you can't watch their their Super Bowl repeats anywhere, David. So uh, oh yeah, um, true. the Chargers that's a that's a football, that's a NFL team, right? Well, the Chargers have a new coach too. They got Harbaugh from Michigan, and the Cowboys should have fired their coach and Mike McCarthy because there is kind of a guy out there without a job right now, and I'm not talking about Mike Vrabel, and uh, I don't BB. know. BB. I I was hoping that he would be. Uh, I said this uh, during af during the after the Packers game. I said, "Why wasn't it fourth quarter and a helicopter with us uh, with special forces? Why didn't they get Bill Belichick in to Jerry Jones's box?" And Jerry, Jones you know why? Taking cash. You know why though, right? It's because of Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones meddles. Because he right? controls the team. Yes, and exactly. And Belichick I, I, wanted the control. It never would have worked. Too much. Yeah. Two egos going at it. Just never would have worked. I, Where do you I, think I, Bill Belichick's gonna go? Tampa. No, I think you're gonna have to wait till next year and see how it plays out and see what openings come up. Because there's no way he's just gonna retire and ride off into the sunset. He wants that all-time wins record, like anything in the world. How many? And, uh, we we talked about it last. Uh, like Sixteen or something. We, we talked about it, and I think it's you know it, it's a money thing. He wants he wants a lot of money, but also he wants that control that he had yep. you know, in New England, and which I'm is why he didn't get the job in Atlanta. I am actually I'm shocked. Why is he leaving New England? I thought for sure he would go to Dallas. I thought for sure he would go to Dallas if he didn't get Atlanta. But no, Jerry why, Jones why buys the groceries. Why did he leave New England? They called a mutual parting but he got fired let's it's what it comes down to i mean it started with the brady thing right Kraft was like we're keeping brady and belichick's like listen man i'm always a guy who gets rid of a, a player a year too soon rather than a year too late he didn't think brady could play anymore he was wrong it's probably the biggest mistake of his whole career and then obviously we've seen the proof is in the pudding they didn't make the playoffs two years in a row brady never missed the playoffs and right. um you know sometimes it just it just kind of fades away. And, you know, it was a great run. It was a run that will never be matched by anyone ever. Andy Reid and Mahomes can try, but it just won't be matched ever again. Oh, and I um, agree with that. he's still the greatest coach of all time. You know, he got those two as a defensive coordinator of the Giants with Parcells back in the day, too. So he has a boat in Nantucket. It's called Eight Rings, just so he reminds everyone. And um, he's also single right now, ladies. So, Who uh, is? Bill Belichick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and he, he, he knows he's got a hammer. Did he divorce or his wife die? Um, so he had a first wife, they divorced, and then he had a second wife, and they divorced too. So oh. I think it's the women's fault, obviously. I think he's probably married to the game. I think so too. I mean, the guy loves it. I think him and Saban would be a great duo to do like TV together. Um, I saw like a, a meme or whatever. It was like Bar Rescue, except it's you go around and Belichick. Yeah, and they, yeah, I think that's great because they did coach together in Cleveland. Um, Saban was Belichick's D coordinator for a couple of years there when they were in Cleveland together. And they're boys. They've always been great friends. And, you know, Saban was the best in college and Belichick was the best in the pros. So they would be great I'm, on TV together. I'm, I'm assuming he saw Saban is, is jumping on college game day now. Yeah. As yeah, I saw that. So, 
So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you don't see a whole lot of uh, spotlights with uh, Belichick being in there. Yeah, he was on last year when they did the um, Army-Navy game that was in Gillette Stadium, and and Belichick put the helmet on, and he was praising Lee Corso. You know, he this is like kind of a misconception with Belichick because I've watched throughout the years. He hates the media. You know, the guys would be asking him questions, these <clears throat> little ASMR for you right there, grunting and snorting into the microphone. But if you watch them behind the scenes, you watch them like on NFL films, talking with Saban or talking with Bill Parcells, he's actually great, super articulate and kind of, you know, very knowledgeable and happy to to talk about history of the game. But he just didn't want to answer questions, you know, when when things were going bad. So I always, I always loved his press conferences, though. Like him just yeah, standing yeah. there, just stoic, just looking. You know, a reporter would ask some stupid question. He'd be like, do you have anything else? Yeah, <laughs> I do what's best for my football team. Yeah, I, I always loved his uh, don't give a fuck attitude, like the way he always dressed like a hobo. I, th- this is a theory I heard about that, Boston Joe. So you'll have to confirm this for me because you probably know. But it's like so uh, like back it, when football was good, you had a coach that was staying on the side. They would wear like a nice double breasted suit and uh, Tom you know, Landry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you knew where I was going with that. But now yeah. they all have to wear like uh, sideline gear so they could sell it. Like you see it like every October that all they're all, all the coaches are wearing pink every November. They got their salute to service shit out there. But Bill Belichick doesn't like that stuff. So he wears the hoodie that he's required to wear, but he rips the sleeve off. So you can't see the Nike logo so that he, he's he's complying with the rules that they make him abide by. But he's not really selling their shit. Yeah, you know, he likes to push those boundaries, right? He, I think he cut it right to where the Nike started, which is something he'd like to do, right? Get really close to the rules, maybe not break them, but super close. I mean, I don't know. To be honest, that became like his look. They called him the hoodies. I always I'm a big Star Wars guy, and I always saw Brady as Vader all suited up and big. And then next to him on the hood is Palpatine. And I think that that's what the statue outside of Gillette Stadium should be is like Vader and Palpatine. Right. I completely agree with that. Yeah, that's what they were. He also agrees because he also sees the Patriots as as the evil empire. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm Uh, okay. Will Cray in the Jets has a has a question that I'm I'm interested in. Um, He says, "Does he have a hammer like Drake?" That was Um, fake. I think. The the video of Drake jerking off. Yeah, I think it was prosthetic. No one (laughs) did it just come out. Yes, no one who was in a wheelchair in Degrassi should have a penis that big, and anyone with that much money. I think the more money you acquire the smaller your penis should get, which is why I, you know, have You're a poor. very average penis. But Danzy <laughs> over here, the rich man that he is, you know, that's why Danzy is the way he is. So That's why he's got to microdose the blue juice, too. Yeah, you can't have it all, okay? This guy can't have it all. Now, I'm not a big fan of his music. He doesn't make music for guys like me. That's fine. But you can't be that successful and have an absolute hog. It's just not fair. Save some well, for the rest of the Drake. You know, but it, it's not fair. But in, in fairness, <laughs> at least he is getting uh, a lot done with it since he has uh, his ninth and tenth kid currently in the chamber ready to go at any time. So yeah, he's, he's trying to catch up to Nick Cannon. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's like Taylor Swift, right? Drake and Taylor Swift, super successful. And they just don't make music for guys like me. But with Taylor Swift, and obviously she's a big storyline for this Super Bowl, I didn't hate her. I really didn't. But they make me hate her with the amount they talk about her and they show her. And the thing is, too, and I'm not just saying this because it's the new thing that everyone's talking about. I've been saying this for a long time. Travis Kelsey is a douche. He's the biggest douche in probably all of football next to Goodell. And he's always been a douche. And if you find older videos of Kelsey, he would only date African-American women. And he would also talk like, hey, yo, 
my name's Travis Kelsey, yo. I'm like Paul Wall, yo. This is how I talk. And then he dates a nice, young, strapping white girl like Taylor Swift. And he's like, hey, Taylor, it's really nice to meet you. I'd love to meet your mom someday. And it's like he's a fraud. Not to mention he's a Pfizer boy. And anyone yeah. who's doing Pfizer commercials, this is what I yeah. got for you. Yeah, that was uh, the main thing that bugged me about him. But he he does uh, exude the douchiness and uh, oh, such a douche. He owes he owes his whole fucking NFL career to his brother because they were both University of Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. football players. He got kicked off the team for smoking weed, and his brother went to bat for him and brought him back on. Now yeah. I don't give a shit about smoking weed. Is it a big deal? I don't no. think so. But in college sports, it is a big deal. But his brother saved his ass. And well, saved that's a his big brother's a Florida, right? Hall of Fame. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame, let's be honest. But yeah, top three brother, tight end of all time. He might not even be the best Chiefs tight end of all time. Tony <laughs> Gonzalez is pretty fucking good. Michael Hendren says, Kelsey will see you next Tuesday. I'm guessing that's a cunt. Is that? Well, it should be see you next Tuesday. Yeah, right, but, but K, Kelsey. I see what he's doing with it. It was, a good, it was a good effort. I'll give it, I'll give it like a two but, you know, I feel bad for the rest of America having to see Taylor Swift He's over and over again. <laughs> having to see Taylor Swift this. But honestly, who I also feel maybe Dude, what if they for, win and, like, it's Taylor Swift runs down the field and they just start smashing, like, around the field? Well, I think if they win, Kelsey's going to propose, which Ooh. is going to make me vomit all over the place. Dude, my <laughs> wife would, like, that's her phobia is, like, seeing people. Uh, she just says no. Yeah. She's like, you need to calm down. You're oh, way too loud. that would be awesome. You, uh, you're the problem. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's definitely already writing songs about him. She's got the breakup ready. Let's, that's what exactly. she does. So it, she doesn't it, know how to choose men. She voted for Biden and she's dating Travis Kelsey. I mean, doesn't her whole history is she doesn't know how to choose men. That's the whole thing, right? Well, they break, but, they break up. The, the name of the song is I used to have a tight end. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> it's like Aaron Hernandez. He went in the tight end and. When they found him, he was a wide receiver. But um, <laughs> that's an old, that's an old one, oldie but a goodie. But I was gonna say is who I feel the worst for in this whole situation is Patrick Mahomes Senior. So Patrick Mahomes Senior was a professional athlete, played for the Red Sox, and he's the, obviously the father of Patrick Mahomes. And there's been videos of you know Taylor in the box, if you will, and you know Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. We know the story. If Mahomes can learn anything from Aaron Rodgers. It's completely run away from your family and don't do have to, anything to do with them. Right? right. That's what he should do. However, he still lets them hang out, you know, all together with Taylor Swift. And you can see on Patrick Mahomes Sr.'s face how pissed he is to have Blondie behind him over there jumping up and down with his daughter-in-law to the point that it drove him into madness. And he recently got a DWI. So bummer on that one. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and his brother was kind of a chump, too. Isn't that what you were talking about? Oh, worse days? than a chump. I mean, Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, wasn't he just on Joe Rogan? Aaron Rodgers was just on. I'm about an hour and a half into it. I still got about a half an hour left. and He's actually a pretty good interview. Decent quarterback, but, you know. But the thing with Patrick Mahomes Sr., he was asked on an interview, like, oh, are you excited to have Taylor Swift in the box with you? And he's like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Now that she's all buddy buddy with uh, Brittany Mahomes, who oh, is just on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which totally she totally got there based off her looks and merit, not because she you know got lucky and hit the lottery with Patrick Mahomes in high school, obviously. But I, know, I think she, they're both solid sevens, if you ask me. 
I've always uh, said she doesn't have a great dump truck. Taylor Swift? Yeah. I don't like the red lipstick. I mean, obviously, I'm joking. She's an attractive woman. Let's be honest here. But she, uh, the She's red lipstick. She's not my type, dude. Yeah, the red lipstick doesn't do it for me. And it leaves a mark, so you're going to have this red shit all over your dick. It's a whole thing. I don't really want to deal with that. Uh, what's the over-under on uh, t- uh, just can- uh, Taylor Swift cameo appearances after every time the Chiefs do something or Travis Kelsey does something? Pound the over. That? What's that? I don't know what it is, but pound the over. Yep. You're taking you over? Exactly. And you know, it's Romo. is this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brutal. She's got to shake it off. But um, yeah, it's, Romo, it all off. it's Romo and Nance. And I know you're familiar with Romo and his um, unsuccessful abilities to win football games. But he is he has become the worst. Also, I'm also familiar with him being like the franchise, like leading passer and, and yeah, various other stats, stinks. too. But that's what stinks. He is your franchise leading passer. Tony Romo, who never won a thing. That stinks. <laughs> were you going somewhere with this or you just wanted to pick up Tony it wasn't Romo? Gonna be, it wasn't going to be cowboy head, I promise. But he holds the ball about as well as Tony. I mean, not Tony. Jesus. As uh, Tansy over here holds his kids. Not so great. But I will say. <laughs> That's why Tansy has extras, though. I know. Just in case. Um, I will say, though, he has become one of the worst color commentary guys I've ever heard in my life. Everyone loved him. He was everybody's darling at first. And now I think he's drunk. I don't, or retarded, I, or both. I don't know. The whole time, all you hear is, oh, Jim, oh, I don't know, Jim. I, ooh, that? It's horrible. It's unlistenable. And I That's think Nancy's going to retire really after that. That's actually yeah. a really to, be, really to be honest, after Collinsworth and Aikman, I, I don't ever turn on the commentary at all anymore. So I haven't heard, I haven't heard him in a long time. See, you know, I kind of like Collinsworth and Aikman, especially better than Romo. They get bad raps. Now, here's a guy that I like, and it's Chris Collinsworth, okay? Well, Col- Collinsworth is almost as bad as Gruden. Gruden would do the same thing, where he would pick out one guy who was terrible, and then for no reason, he would like lavish praise on him for five minutes, because those are the notes that he had in front of him, and, and it was it didn't have anything to do with reality at all. He would see a, play- see a player make a play, read his jersey number, and then read all the notes that the producers gave him to say, now, now he, I like this guy. Here's a guy that comes out here every week, and he's Sure does uh, throw tackles at blocks, and he would sit here and go on and on and on. He's not any better than Jake Gruden. I mean, Gruden should have taken a page out of Hillary Clinton's book and deleted emails. <laughs> well, that's fact. Because he'd probably still be coaching if that was the case. Well, there's the talk about him coming back. Do you think he could get uncanceled and wake, work his way back into a job in the NFL, maybe with the Raiders? Or Listen, if Bill the, Cosby and O.J. Simpson are out playing golf somewhere right now, why can't John Gruden coach football? I think it's entirely possible he can make his way back. I don't. I don't know if he'll ever be a head coach again, just because that having him out front is kind of a bad look. And maybe for the Redskins, I mean, that's one of those organizations where they're just used to the bad press. So I don't think it, anything would stick to him. He'd, he'd go to the Redskins and be like, "All right, my brother couldn't do it. I'll just go, go, jump in here and, and I'll handle it." Yeah, and maybe, like, maybe he could just call them the Redskins. By the way, <laughs> what, what'd you say? And Gruden would come in, and the first first ordeal we're going to deal with is we're the Redskins again. That's what we're doing. Well, yep. that's, that's what we call them here. I mean, why why fuck around about it? That's what they are. When you go to Virginia, that's what all the fans still call them. I mean, that's, I like calling them the commies. That works too. <laughs> the commies, yeah. the Washington yeah, that, commies, I mean, the fits. I mean, yes, I, I call them that all the time too. But they'll always just be the Redskins to me because that's where I'm from and that's where I grew up with them as and. That's what I had had to put up with all those years. So that's just what I call him. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Gruden makes it back. Uh, I I would also be shocked if Belichick lands a job this year. But I also I agree with you. I don't think that he's done it all. 
No, it's not going to be this year. I mean, all the coaching spots are filled. I was also surprised with Mike Vrabel not getting the job opportunity, too. Um, that kind of surprised me as well. But those guys, sometimes you take a year off and you find a better landing spot for sometimes you. Sometimes you I take a year off and you pretend to watch a whole bunch of tape and then you con your way into a job because you've won a Super Bowl before and then you can be in the situation <laughs> that Mike McCarthy's in. So, yeah, you could do things like that. I've seen it done before. You know, All it's, it's it takes terrible. is one. All you need is that one ring. Because we talked about Aaron Rodgers. Look at Rodgers. He got that one, like with Mike McCarthy, too. That's all it yeah. takes. That solidifies you. And that, that makes you go from Dan Marino, who's like a uh, poor Dan Marino, to Trent Dilfer, who's like, wow, that guy won oh, it. Shit. Yeah. Brad yeah. Johnson won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And Dan Marino never did. Yeah, Brett, Brad Johnson wanted to know, too. He, and uh, Brad Johnson, what was he known for? Uh, just basically the check down plays. Well, that um, and his elbow pads. He had some nice elbow pads, too, that guy. Well, I'm known for those too, but uh, also uh, I wanted to, do you think that Harbaugh could actually turn around the Chargers? Because like they kind of had a thing going there for a little bit, you know, with uh, Staley and all this, and it just really didn't work out. So do you think he's going to make so. a difference there? Do you, yeah, think that they, do you think that if Andy Reid retires, that it can open up the AFC West again and, and maybe the Chargers can make a comeback or? I mean, if Andy Reid was smart, he wouldn't retire ever. He'd, he should be in a wheelchair, which at the rate he's going will probably be within the next couple months. But if you know he's got the quarterback, and I think Harbaugh has the quarterback with the – I almost said San Diego, but with the Chargers, I think Herbert's the real deal. Um, they're still the Chargers, so they'll still find a way to fuck it up because that's just what they do historically. But, I, I mean, I think it's a good spot for them. They need to draft well. I think they should get the guy out of Georgia, Brock Bowers. Um, he's a good tight end there and, and build around that. But if you got the quarterback in that league – you can make it happen. You just build around that. Everything else almost doesn't matter. And, you know, obviously with Brady and Belichick, with Mahomes and Andy Reid, coach, quarterback, you have those two, and you're in anything. So I think it's a good spot for him. Coming off nice of weather, I heard. <laughs> coming off one of the most historically terrible seasons for the Patriots, like what offseason changes are you looking for most as a fan? Like you're looking for a really good draft. You're hoping that Jared Mayo could come in here and change personnel on the coaching side. You want to see the end of Mac Jones? Like what is it that you're looking for as a fan? I never want to see Mac Jones throw a football for my team ever again. He's <laughs> for, for anyone who followed, you know, we're in North Carolina here and Duke UNC was huge and Grayson Allen. Whoever, anyone who followed Duke UNC or follows the NBA, Grayson Allen's the biggest bitch in the NBA. He's the type of kid that, like, his dad was always the coach growing up. He always got what he wanted. He powered it and cried. Kind of like Tansy when he doesn't get his way on the podcast. But this guy sucks, and he's the Grayson Allen of football. He's hitting guys in the balls and crying and whining. He sucks. He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I never seen him play. Suck? No, I was talking about Mac Jones. Oh. So, so, yeah, so what's the solution idea. to that, though? You're going to try to go out and get a veteran and build a team around it, so, like an Aaron, like an Aaron Rodgers type move, or are you just going to try to like really get lucky, rolling the dice with the draft, though? Because Bill Belichick selected Mac Jones, and it didn't work out. Well, he did, but I also heard that there was that is where. So Kraft is, in my opinion, my biased opinion, the best owner in all of sports because he's the anti Jerry Jones. I think he learned with his time. Um, with Parcells, with the Patriots. Yeah, when Jerry Jones gets a massage, it doesn't turn into a scandal. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, how many Robin tugs did Jerry get? Let's be honest here. As long as there's two consenting adults, nothing should be a problem. So you want to be a cheerleader for the Cowboys, do you? <laughs> and if he likes a pinky in the behind, then all the power to him. But the thing with Kraft is once he learned from, you know, the Bill Parcells era to, you know, he made a comment, you know, if I'm going to eat the groceries, I got to go to the store and buy them myself. He said with Belichick, here you go. You have complete control. And obviously the success was there. 
Now, I don't know if that's going to be the case because I think Jonathan is kind of his son. Jonathan Kraft is kind of running the show a little bit more now. And he's more of a meddler. And especially with Gerard Mayo, who's a brand new coach, right? He's coach, but not a head coach before. He's probably going to be like, okay, I'll defer to what you guys kind of want to do. But uh, allegedly, the talk around Boston was that Kraft started to meddle a little bit. And they wanted Mac Jones and Belichick wasn't sold on him. And then there was a lot of talk that Belichick wanted to trade Mac Jones and sign Baker Mayfield in the offseason. And Kraft nixed it. Now, I don't know if it's true because the way they do things in New England, everything's hush-hush, but that was the rumor mill. So if that's going to be the case, you never know what you're going to get, especially with, you know, the nepotism thing of kind of like with the Raiders, right, with with um, what's-his-face's son running the team now, you know, Al Jones' son. Or no, Al Davis's son, sorry. Mark, Mark Davis, Davis running it, right? You got this sort of nepotism baby of these these owners running the team. If I was running the team, you got a great defense. The defense in New England this year was actually unbelievable, despite their record, right? They were just – they couldn't score any points because they had anemic on offense. So you would think maybe just get a veteran and plug him in, but they had no weapons. Yeah, the Bears are looking like they're going to get Caleb Williams number one, which means they're probably going to move off from uh, move away from Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields a lot. If we can maintain that third overall pick, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and then trade for Justin Fields, I'm in. I'm totally in. I want to see something cool like that. Completely different than Brady, who was obviously a pocket passer, didn't move around. I know we had Cam Newton for a year, but it was different. Give me a guy who runs around and is just a playmaker. And then, you know, if you want to go crazy, um, Gerard Mayo said that we're going to start breaking the bank and spending all this money. Go sign Saquon Barkley while you're at it, too. You got Justin Fields, Saquon Barkley, and Marvin Harrison on your offense. You have a great defense. Now I'm back in, baby. Now all of a sudden, the AFC East is ours. I, I think I think you guys you guys kill it if if that Fields and Harrison connection you know comes to fruition I think you guys kill it yeah I mean, or you draft the young quarterback I mean Drake May looks good and Jaden Daniels obviously won the Heisman he looks pretty good but you just never know it's it's kind of a lottery um, someone wrote in the comments that Caleb Williams sucks he could. I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen the Ryan Leafs and the Jamarcus Russells and you know Josh yeah. Rosens of the world. Johnny it's Yep. Just because so just because I want to throw Ohio in there, I want I don't want to make sure that uh, Keith isn't left out since you mentioned Ryan Leaf. Uh, but uh, you mentioned you mentioned Baker Mayfield. Uh, you know that guy. He was playing for I think four and a half million, which is half of what most backups make. He did win the weakest division in the NFL. He went uh, all the way to the divisional round in the playoffs. The Bucks basically took a year off from trying to go to the Super Bowl, and they did pretty well. But now they're at a kind of a turning point. Like, do you get? Would you give Baker Mayfield another contract to give him a chance to come back, or would you let him go out uh, and uh, possibly go with another team? Do you think other teams are interested in Baker Mayfield, or is this the end of the road for a guy that could essentially get off a plane in Los Angeles and put on a jersey that still says golf on the back and go out there and win? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would if I was in charge of the Patriots. I would take him because um, I like him. I liked him when he was at Oklahoma. I liked his sort of uh, spunky mentality. And then he it wasn't his fault that he got drafted over, number one overall by the Browns. And, you know, that's where quarterbacks go to die. Exactly. I was going to say where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah. So it wasn't his fault. He was kind of put in a bad spot. But he did bring them to the playoffs for the first time in forever and won them a playoff game. And then they ship him out for a guy who really, really likes Robin Tugs. And that didn't work out for them. Joe Flacco was more successful this year with the Browns than Deshaun Watson was. So I would take a chance on Big, especially if you can get him on the cheap. And you got a guy who's motivated, trying to prove himself. And he's kind of settled in a little bit. He's not, you know, as young. The only thing is he runs around a little bit too much for me. And 
you don't want a guy who's going to miss two or three games a year unless you have a really good backup. And Bailey Zappi isn't that great of a backup. So. Yeah, he, he's Speaking not of uh, Baker, Mayfield, and baking, uh, with Factor Meals at factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50, you don't need to bake. Right now, they've got a Valentine's Day special going on, and you can get a whole Valentine's meal for two from Factor Meals, and then you can like heat it up in two minutes in the microwave. You can dish it, put your candle out, and then you can uh, woo your, your Valentine, your special someone uh, with the Factor Meals. But Factor Meals is meal planning to the next level, whether you uh you want calorie conscious protein heavy you want vegan vegetarian keto whatever diet you're on let factor meals be your meal planner these are fresh never frozen meals delivered right to your front door uh, as many times a week as you need these meals they can get you three meals a week five meals a week hell you can do breakfast lunch and dinner with factor meals they've got breakfast options they've got dinner options they got smoothies and shakes head over to factormeals.com forward slash wolfpack five zero fifty percent off and start your meal planning right now there's so much there's only so much time in a day you don't need to bog it down with going to the grocery store buying all your groceries coming back home, spending the whole afternoon baking your shrimps and your chickens and your steaks, parceling it out in all these dishes that you can't find the lid for. No, scratch all of that. Go to factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50 and uh, start letting Factor Meals do that meal planning for you. Also, somebody said uh, in, in the thing that, um, who I, was it they said sucked? Can I just say real quick though, Tansy did that with no script, no. all off the top of the dome. Yeah. That is a yeah. veteran move right there. Yeah. And that means yeah. he really likes the product too, right. by the way. Speaking of veteran projects, Caleb Williams, he sucks. And you know what doesn't suck? Ghostbeds at ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. It sleeps so good, it's scary. Ghostbed's been with us since day uno. And we are uh, just so happy to be partnered with him. I always say mental wellness and mental health starts with a good night's sleep and a good diet. And that's why Factor Meals and Ghostbed go hand in hand with each other valentine's day again right around the corner it's not too late to go to ghost bed right now and get your special someone a gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving and giving and i'm not talking about joe's stds what i'm talking about is the gift of a good night's sleep get you that ghost bed pillow the cooling sheets get a, the adjustable base and the mattress and the cooling mattress ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack i think they've got 50 percent off going into the valentine's day scratch all the fucking hundred dollar flowers get the hundred dollar pillow scratch the you know fifty dollar uh uh, chocolates go for the sheets head over to ghostbed.com and forward slash wolfpack right now and also guys while you're at it make sure you head over to itunes spotify iHeartRadio, wherever you are listening to this audio podcast give us a five star rating and review and that helps us move up in the charts uh, we're not asking you for one of those tips that you have to get after you pay for an eight dollar coffee all we're asking for is a five star rating and review Back to you, John. Well, I want to I want to bring Tansy into the conversation here a little bit because you know he struggles with the sports part. But you brought up ghost bed, right? Some people on Valentine's Day are going to be doing more than sleeping on their ghost bed, right? A little baby making music. Do you know who makes baby making music? Is Usher, and Usher is this year's <laughs> halftime show. Now I'm a musician, and I grew up with you know Let It Burn and my boo and these are my confessions and mm, that usher yeah, and also right. the yeah, yeah 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 now my the funniest part about yeah. yeah was he was sitting down and writing you know a song and the opening line he thought to write was in the club with my homies that's how a great song is written right there when you start yeah, off guys, like write that, that down 
you can have your own great uh, hip hop career. Just uh, take that advice to heart, guys. Like, what's your favorite uh, Usher song, Tansy? Yeah, <laughs> you're not a big Usher fan. Yeah, I like that song. Do you like Let It Burn or the Alicia Keys "My Boo"? My boo. Sure. I remember when we were young and you were mine. So Tansy obviously doesn't like Usher as much as I do. I I thought he would be a big Usher. Yeah, I just going back to like I remember one time, um, you know, Boss and I were I got our podcast start doing the Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legends, and I remember, uh, well, Joe was a lot younger than he is now, uh, not in age but in maturity, and um, and so we would go to these games, and he would do all the things, all the drugs, all the alcohols, whatever was available, he not would do true. it. Uh, that's pretty true. That's allegedly. Pretty true. I, yeah, allegedly. Um, and uh, one time he got in, in a fight in the stands over who was better, Drake or Kanye. Do you remember that? Vaguely, actually. You were like, I never you, thought of that again until right you now. You got up like it was. I don't remember what, what state. I think maybe we were in Tennessee or I can't remember which game you were on. No, uh, might have been like. Yeah, the I think Demon it was. Na- no, I think it was in Nashville. I don't know, but you you turned around and you were like, uh, uh, Kanye's Kanye is better than Drake. Than Drake. And, and then like, some guy was like, get the fuck out of here. And you were like, you get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Who are you fucking talking to? They one goddamn song that Drake's got the fucking bitch. And this dude's like trying to like climb up over the seats to like literally fight you. But you're still just like arguing over the song. <laughs> and I was just standing there. And one of the producers was like, are you going to get involved and stop that? And I was like, no. No, listen, I'm passionate, okay? That's my one strong suit is my passion, Tansy. And I'm not even that passionate about Kanye, but Kanye is better than Drake. He's He's better than Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you guys, who is your favorite all-time halftime show? Because you know that goes in with the Super Bowl. It's a big part of it. So who is the number one halftime show? I think that was the Thanksgiving Day show. Thanksgiving. I think it was the Cowboys, too. Yeah, It should have been. Can can I just go with Creed since I don't know? I can't probably fucking even answer my I always just go and try to get no, an attempt. Uh, Bruno Mars was the best halftime show, hands down. Bruno Mars fucking crushed. Strongly disagree. Who who else did better? Well, I'm going to let you guys go first. I'll, I'll save it I'm for last. I'm going to say Bruno Mars. I like I, Bruno I, Mars. I, I, would, I would have to. I would have to agree with Tansy. I, I did like. I did like that. That halftime show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the thing about Bruno Mars to me is I've heard that he's like super super talented right that he can play oh, every sure. instrument dance. and sing and dance and do the whole thing but again he's a guy who doesn't make music for me i don't like there's some catchy michelle five for that white gold like some okay that's a little catchy right right but my favorite and i believe is the greatest halftime show of all time is by one of the most talented musicians of all time who on his first album eric Clapton. no he is great though um, not great with kids, but we'll save that Steve for another Rayvon. time. Um, he <laughs> oh, wrote, gosh. he wrote every lyric to every song. He played every instrument, you know, piano, keys, guitar, bass, produced it all himself. Oh, Chili Peppers. Nope. And that's Prince. <sighs> oh, Prince yeah. Was the uh, yeah. In the rain, the covers he did, he did all along the watchtower. He did best of you by the Foo Fighters. He's yes. playing his, you know, that. guitar. That was, that was a good one. You, I, I remember that one. If that I remember it, it must oh, have yeah. been good because otherwise, I don't, I don't give a fuck about. Didn't the Chili Peppers? Didn't Chili Peppers do a so do, the, do a Super Bowl? The Red Hot Chili Peppers are one of my favorite bands of all time, and they did a halftime show, and they weren't even plugged in, and that's not their fault. There, I saw them last year, two years ago, in Charlotte, 
and they put on one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Um, Michael Buble put on one of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm a huge fan of the Chili Peppers. I think they're one of the greatest bands of all time, but but Prince put on the best by far, and um, I don't think it could ever be matched. I mean, he is so over-talented. I did. The Who played in the Super Bowl? Yes. No, he's full of shit. The who the who did a halftime show, but I was a bit young to remember. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I do love which the who. halftime show did the who do? I think it who was do you do? around did sixty seven, and they didn't start doing good halftime shows until the nineties. The only I halftime think... show that they really did they, that they didn't do well at was in Cincinnati, where there was a fucking trampling and a bunch of people. Died. They never fucking played the Super the Bowl. who one hundred percent did a halftime show. Um, I'm if only we up. had this massive monitor in front of us. Well, I was going to try to do it quickly. I thought it was the Mike McCarthy Packers one, actually. Uh, yeah, boy. It was. Sounds about you right. Sure you, know? you sure that wasn't cheap trick? 2010. February yeah, that's, 7, 2010. That's, that's Steelers Packers, no? Jeez. I can't believe that. That's awful. What an awful choice. Wow, <laughs> I, I, thought, like I thought M&M's was the worst. I don't even remember M&M. It was like last year. Really? He did the Someone... knee. He took a knee at the end. It was like, uh, oh yeah, no, 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 no! That was that was the Bengals. That was the Bengals Rams uh, Super Bowl when when Eminem, Dr. Dre, they all came oh, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Now I do remember that. Um, someone our, our were... kicker, our kicker, got yelled at for fucking standing out on the field and not. Being no, on here's the a good question. Here's a yeah. good one for you. Um, oh yeah, Jill Billy says oh, when Aerosmith and Nelly, Britney Spears, in sync. Yeah, um, no, Snoop Dogg's fucking dumb. Uh, I mean, I like Snoop Dogg, but I didn't like the, the Janet Jackson, Jackson one. David J. Right, Janet uh, Jackson ripped it. Ripped yeah. it. I'm gonna out. have you naked by the end of this song. I just want to see. Your um, all right, so how about this? Does Taylor Swift make an appearance on the stage at the halftime show as a cameo spot? During the halftime show, what you don't think so? No, for two reasons. One, different records. That's why it would be a conflict of interest. Yeah, she's also sponsored by Coca Cola, and it's the Pepsi halftime show, which I do think is a factor. And she's like gonna like hop on a plane. I think she's playing like in Japan like that day, or I know there's a time difference, yada yada. But pretty sure she's playing in Japan, hopping on a plane and heading to San Francisco to make the game. So Mm. if she does that, then. I'll probably never watch football ever again. I'll just quit and say it's Taylor's world. We're all just living in it, I suppose. I'm going to start but, watching cricket and get really, really involved in cricket. Yeah. Um, uh, where is the Super Bowl this year? It's Vegas. 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 I, I may have said San Francisco. but You did, yeah. Um, San Francisco's playing in it. But yeah, Vegas is where the Super Bowl will be held. But there's probably going to be a special guest, especially with like hip-hop artists like Usher, right? They, they always bring out somebody. Ooh, you know what? Who was big during Usher? Wasn't it? Um, well, I think it's going to be the Alicia The dude Keys. that fucked Britney Spears? Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. No, yeah, they, he, they he don't have really... any songs together. You need a guy who did a song. Uh, with so Alicia Keys did a song, My Boo, with Usher. I think that'd be a good pick. Or Ludacris and Lil John come out for Yeah. That's like, that song's a bang. That would be a good one. That would be so cool. Watch out for bits ridiculous in the club oh, looking, looking so, so conspicuous. conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> if you hold your head steady, I'm a milk the cow. I remember being in like fifth grade and listening to that, and like singing along and having no idea what I was saying. I'm curious when the camera goes off is who's milk and who's cow. Well, I'm not a bottom. You give great reach arounds. You know what I mean? It's almost like you don't even know he's there. You guys are great together. <laughs> That's what they say. Uh, 
Austin Joe, last question for you. Who was uh, who scores more points? You think it's uh, Kelsey or you think it's McCaffrey? Wait, David J says uh, that Ross Patterson leaked the Usher guest people today. Who was it then, David J? If you're and so why would why smart. would Ross know? How would Ross know something like that? Ludicrous and Usher have issues. Um, so my heart tells me McCaffrey. McCaffrey scores. Every, I mean, it's kind of a brain thing too because McCaffrey scores every single uh, week he's out there. Which let me also say. Christian McCaffrey is dating Olivia Colpo. Olivia Colpo is way better than Taylor Swift. So I'll just leave it at that. And if you don't know who she is, Google her. Way better than Taylor Swift. Um, however, I think they're both going to score, I think, maybe only once each. Um, yeah. And, you know, the thing that gets talked about about the least and something we haven't even brought up is what a great story it would be for Mr. Irrelevant himself, Brock Purdy, which means the last guy taken in the draft, Tansy. Winning a Super Bowl. Now, I know it was, uh, it was Ryan Suckup, I believe, is the only Mr. Irrelevant to win a Super Bowl, and he was the kicker for the Bucks when they won with Tom Brady. Ever heard of him? But um, never has a quarterback been Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Um, he would be the highest draft pick or lowest draft pick, depending on how you look at it, to win a Super Bowl. Now, I know that there was a guy picked 199th overall who won seven. Again, we'll save that for another day. The eye roll that I just saw on you was fantastic. <laughs> you know, I, had to, you know, I had to slide Brady in there just this a little good, bit. This is going to keep you going for the rest of your life, man, because that's what this, the 90s keep me going. Now, I know. So you, Listen, you had the 90s. I You had one decade. I had two decades. It's awesome. It's great that we had that. But the thing, too, to bring it back to Brady – is Brock oh, Purdy in the seventies too? But you know, I guess I wasn't around for that. Yeah, I was gonna say you weren't around for that. Um, that's like me talking about the Celtics with Bill Russell. Take it easy. But um, <laughs> but the thing with Brock Purdy, there is a connection to Brady. You see here because I'll tell you, Brock Purdy has been called a game manager, and to be fair, Brady was a game manager ish. Hit the first three Super Bowls in New England. Brady, Are you saying gay manager? Game manager. Right, I, I talk up. fast. Trying to clear it up. Just the whole I... thing here. Um, Going down a whole different path there. <laughs> and, you know, Brock Purdy's been getting a lot of flack. I think Brock Purdy is more than serviceable. I think that he's he an can upgrade. run. I mean, when look at when he gets out of the pocket, he can scramble. He's doing the things that, you know, not necessarily the guy's a, like a, a lot of other quarterbacks are doing. He's like a jackrabbit yeah. when he gets out of the pocket. No, he's good. And he's an upgrade from when the last time these two teams met in the Super Bowl when they had Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo playing. Yeah. Right. And they also never, they didn't have Christian McCaffrey back then, too. So the, I think Chase Young as well on defense. I think the 49ers are better now than they were when they played the Chiefs a few years back. Brock Purdy is, is, is a good story. They had, they had a huge lead last time, then they had a meltdown. And then we had COVID and Biden got elected. So it's like, you know, we, we could see, be seeing some indicators here how the rest of the year is supposed to go. It, yeah. It, it, it all went to shit. And um, going into this this year, though, the beginning of the year, Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the uh, 49ers, went to Brock Purdy and said, listen, we're reaching out to Brady. We're going to hope that he comes back home to his hometown team and you're going to be the backup. And Purdy, team player that he is, said, that's OK. That guy's the GOAT. I understand. Yeah. Now, one could argue that's a knock and that he doesn't have the competitive edge in them. But when it comes to Brady, I think he kind of have to take a back seat. I think that would have been a story. Almost, I think almost anybody would in being and being in his position. He wasn't you know, he hadn't arrived. He wasn't well established. He wasn't even Jimmy Garoppolo well known, uh, you know, at the start of the season. So I, yeah. I, that makes sense to me. And if you yeah. can learn from Tom Brady, I think that's a boost to your career, too. The only thing is, is generally, you know, being being the guy that replaces Tom Brady is never going to be fun for any quarterback. Yeah. And 
you know, you could say the same with Belichick and Gerard Mayo. But, I mean, the 49ers have obviously had a history of some great quarterbacks between Joe Montana and Steve Young. So for Brock Purdy, a guy who gets drafted that late and is, again, Mr. Irrelevant and can hopefully lead his team to a Super Bowl on Sunday, I mean, that puts him right up there with those guys. Now he's tied with Steve Young. Steve Young won as a backup, but we won't count that one. David J. never got back to us on uh, who the lead guests were. David J., you are fake news. Damn it, David J. I was <laughs> counting on you. That was like a cock tease. Yeah. Uh, hopefully cock hopefully teaser. he's not flooded out. Hopefully his apartment or house didn't get flooded. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody's prepared for the Super Bowl. Uh, I guess I'll be watching. Uh, we'll be back next week to kind of break down what happened in the game. Boston Joe, it's been a pleasure. I, I like talking to somebody who knows their shit. No offense to Jason, but it's you know <laughs> uh, he's he's got his Bengal stuff and he knows that, which is important. What, what, but uh, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. You keep. Hey, listen, uh, like, when we did the Tailgate Legend show, there was like so many shows, and if there wouldn't have been like live tailgating, I would have had nothing to say uh, because like my whole thing was just to get the crowd involved, the live crowds involved. But uh, without Boston Joe on that show, we would have been terrible. But it was always fun. Like sometimes he would just get into these battles with people over sports, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what the how fuck? do you know the beauty of it? So much of that stuff. <laughs> Sports and music, man. That's all I care about. But yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. yeah. Is there some? Is there somewhere that people could find you? Are you out there on the internet somewhere? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely out there on the internet. You can check me out on OnlyFans. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, was just on, uh, he was on the Kurt Minahan show. Uh, yeah, uh, I was, I was on the Barstool, Barstool, yeah. Barstool podcast. Live um, in Boston, right? Yeah, in Boston yeah, you in July, the, the Kirk Minahan show. But um, yeah, you can, you know, on Instagram, it's at Joe Conroy 16. I also play in a really rad band called Sons of Paradise. Uh, we did the Rise Up Festival over in Vegas last October. We opened for you know Cypress Hill and Slightly Stupid and Revolution, and we're doing it again in March down in St. Petersburg, Florida. So definitely check us out, you know, on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Facebook, Sons of Paradise. It's the name of the band S O N S. Uh, but yeah, at Joe Conroy sixteen on Instagram. If I don't get at least five new followers, I uh, re-circumcise Tansy's penis. And, and I, I can't, have to you can't another, take another two inches off <laughs> and I'll have to get another, uh, you know, suicide attempted. All right, folks. Thanks for watching illegal shift. We will catch you next week after the super bowl, uh, guns up, giddy up. Good night, America. Cheers motherfuckers. <laughs>